Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith for the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. My name is Heather, and I'm a longtime youth ministry leader, lover of sweatpants, and I'm the author and founder of First Century Youth Ministry. And I'm Mark, a longtime youth pastor, ancient studies nerd, and Star Wars aficionado. This podcast is part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. It's Heather here, and Mark and I have a really fun guest on today. This guy um, has quite uh, the fun experiences that he's had in life with being on a screamo band, and now he's loving Jesus and life, um, working uh, to help people understand Jesus from his Jewish context and even take it even further than that. And so we're really excited to have David Wilbur on the show today. So David um, has a wife and kids and works for 119 Ministries and is an author and a speaker. I uh, just recently released a book called uh, Remember the Sabbath. And so we'll leave some links for you to get connected with David after the show. Um, but David, we just want to say welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's it's great to be here. Yeah. I'm glad that you're here too, David. And I've got a couple questions for you for this episode. But first, I'd just like to point out what I know you were thinking, that you loved Jesus when you were in the Screamo band too, didn't you? <laughs> I did, although yeah. we... We were a Christian band, but uh, I have to be honest, at that time in my life, I wrote a lot of songs about girls and getting dumped oh. and stuff, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> when What time frame would that have been? Oh, I was uh, 18 to 20. Yeah. Or it was oh, no, I mean like years. decades. Is this 90s, thousands? Uh, 2000s, yeah. So 2005 yeah. Uh, to 2007. Is, uh, there were a lot of like ambiguously Christian bands across a right. lot of genres at that time, right? That's cool. Yeah. And what yeah. was the name of the Screamo band again? Uh, we were called Organ of Cordy. That's right. Organ of Cordy. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet stuff. That's great. <laughs> Wait, but tell them about that name. I like that. And then we'll get into it. I promise. Okay. Okay. So the Organ of Cordy is the organ in your ear that turns vibration into sound. So in... Uh, and our brain at that time, we're like, you know, we want to reach these kids in the screamo scene with the gospel. So we're, we're taking the gospel and putting it in a form they can understand. And so that was kind of the idea behind the name. But It makes sense, screamo, yeah. the <laughs> way they understand, indeed. I love it's that, like, man. It, it would be like if Paul showed up on the scene, so he'd be like, is this speaking in tongues? I'm not really sure. How do I interpret that? <laughs> he would have been making the tents for the music festival and then That's walking true. off grumpy like i'm not listening to it but i made the tents uh, okay let's get into it yeah <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna um kind of capstone some of our conversations about the appointed times mm-hmm. um from the hebrew bible uh with david and talk about shabbat or sabbath and the first question we're just gonna ask is like what what is sabbath Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, you, you you mentioned it earlier. You guys have been talking about the appointed times, the holy days. One, one of those holy days is the Sabbath. And uh, the Sabbath is actually something that uh, all the way at the beginning of creation, uh, that was something that God established. Uh, you know, he, he the creation was six days. And on the seventh day, it says that God rested from his work. And it's actually the first thing that scripture says God made holy was the Sabbath. So it it was a a holy day, an appointed time 
and then we see it uh, again um, in, in Exodus. Uh, it it uh, shows up again in Exodus 16, right, where, where Moses, he's talking about uh, telling the Israelites uh, to gather manna for the six days, but on the seventh day, don't gather any manna. So then we see this concept yeah. of like, like God rested from his work. Yeah. We ought to rest right. from our work. And then it's also uh, communicated again in Exodus 20 as part of the Ten Commandments. Uh, it's something, uh, you know, the Big Ten, right? That we're yeah. written on the stone tablets. It's something that uh, that God wanted us to do um, as a reminder of what he did. Um, so he, he modeled that rest for us and we imitate that every week on the Sabbath when we rest from our work. That's beautiful. And I love that you're grounding it in God's character and God's rhythms. Um, I, I don't know how many people notice that, but right off the beginning of the, the Bible, Sabbath is there, like from the beginning. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Mark, Mark and I have been talking about how, you know, actually Mark has been kind of the main driver of this, of how the Bible, you know, has cyclical stories, things that show up from start and then in the end. And so the Sabbath seems to be one of those pieces that keeps kind of resurfacing. And so whenever that happens, it's like, oh, we should probably pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the word you used, rhythm. You know, obviously being a musician in the past, you know, that that rhythm, uh, you know, life so often gets chaotic and insane and busy. And, uh, but God, he he knew, you know, from the very beginning of creation, he knew that mankind would need a day of rest. We would need mm-hmm. that consistent rhythm in our lives. Uh, and so I, I'm just so thankful that God knows us better than we know ourselves and that, mm-hmm. you know, he established that for us. Jesus said in Mark uh, 2, you know, that the Sabbath was made for man. Uh, it was a gift that God made to benefit man uh, in the very beginning, like marriage as well. You know, marriage is a gift for for man that was established in the beginning. Sabbath is right there along with it. Um, it it's a it's something that it's a blessing that God wants to give us. I think it's a blessing for youth pastors too, because so often, definitely, well, our rhythms, like our weekly rhythm of work. Um, there's a lot of creating and innovating and production. And, you know, you can say you were an artist when you were in a screamo band, but actually you're still an artist and a creator and a producer as you make your, your videos. Hmm. Um, and youth pastors just do a lot of that stuff and unique to creating something new is the need to turn it off or you, you actually just find yourself totally fried, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever, I have myself been in an unhealthy rhythm of production before where I'm just making and making and making until suddenly I realize something's gone totally amiss. And mm-hmm. according to the scriptures, that's that I wasn't turning off and resetting and just enjoying uh, rest for a day. Have, yeah. have you had any experience with that as a creator? Oh my goodness. Yes. I, I am a former workaholic for sure. Um, I'm a recovering yeah. workaholic is uh, mm-hmm. what I like to say. And, uh, yeah, um, you need that rest. And especially, I mean, you're talking about youth pastors. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes and your, you know, your audience yeah. being youth pastors, I know they can relate to this. I mean, there's just so much that people don't even see so much that, that, uh, just has to be done. And burnout is real. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, uh, that, you know, like I said earlier, God knows us better than we know ourselves. Uh, I, I think that God even recognizes, you know, our inclination to, to, uh, you know, uh, get into workaholism, you know, that, that we, we have this, especially in today's modern age, I was thinking about this recently, um, in our modern age, so much of our identity is defined by what we produce, you know, like we we have to, we have to work and accomplish this thing. I have to write these books. I have to put out all this content uh, because that's how I find my sense of identity and value. And uh, the Sabbath, I think is just a really great reminder that no, your identity is in being God's creation. You know, you have value because you were created in God's image and you have, uh, and and that's your identity is in being his child. And and the Sabbath is just a great reminder of that, that like, wow, I am not defined by my work. I'm not defined by Mm -hmm. what I do. I, I am defined as a child of God and I can just rest in that. I can rest in my identity as his child. That's That's so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that is so good, David. I think as youth leaders, even people, majority of people who work in the church, they feel that constant tension and pressure to perform and have something to show for themselves because they want to be indispensable. They want to be irreplaceable. And yeah. I, I'm a, well, I'm a recovering workaholic myself. And so I oftentimes um, define myself by what I'm producing. I was actually just having a conversation with my husband yesterday, the day before I'm like, I got to slow down. I've, I've got to stop working so hard and striving so hard start resting more uh, because I feel like I'm starting to get, to get burnt out. You know, even, even with that rhythm of uh, incorporating that Sabbath rest into our week, we can still get burnt out if we're, our focus is productivity instead right. of rest. So I have a question for you then in light of that. So how would someone flip that switch where they, they, they turn away from becoming a person of productivity to a person of really embracing, like resting as a child of God, like what does it even look like for someone to do that? Well, you know, I, I'm still kind of working that out myself. Uh, even even as a Sabbath keeper, I observe the Sabbath every week. Um, but even still, as as you said, you know, I I have a uh, a tendency to just want to get into to to define myself by what I produced. I like the way you put that. Uh, and, and that's something that I'm still kind of discovering. Um, but I think keeping the Sabbath is a great start to that because it is, it's basically really submitting to God's sovereignty. It, it's admitting that, you know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. He, you know, established this for a reason to benefit us and, and just saying, okay, you know what, like I, I know I have a million things to do, but I'm going to prioritize rest. I'm going to prioritize this time that God set apart, this this first thing that he called holy in all creation. I'm going to prioritize that. And I think uh, I think that is the first step to really finding a solution. Um and and really flipping that switch as you put it, you know, like uh that's the first step of um reprioritizing what matters most, uh, which, you know, the Sabbath is all about, uh, rest. It's all about focusing on God and family and, uh, really setting that time aside, um, you know, for them. So, 
yeah, that's a good first step. And then, and then, um, you know, continuing to, to realign your thoughts, um, you know, and uh, centering your identity and your sense of purpose around uh, what God says and uh, who he says you are and, and, you know, that you matter um, in spite of what you produce or don't produce. Um, trying to, yeah, re- recenter your identity around those uh, those truths. Does that make sense? That's really powerful. And I love that you mm-hmm. spoke about it in terms of trust. I mean, what you are is you're trusting Mm-hmm. you're trusting what God says about your identity over what your natural inclination is. Right. And I, I think most youth pastors, as much as, as much as people like the joke that we don't have a real job and when are you going to grow up and be a real pastor and all yeah. the stupid things that we hear and groan about uh-huh. most youth pastors are really driven and measure mm-hmm. themselves by default. Mm-hmm by some metrics as to how things are going, what events they're pulling off, what they're producing. And it is a trust, a fundamental trust to find your identity first in God and in Christ. And then your production is really just a byproduct of what you get to do. Yes. Yes. That that's, that's a good way of putting it. It, It's kind of the same way. Uh, just to make an analogy. I mean, we're saved by grace through faith. We don't, we don't earn, you know, our uh, status as, as saved, but, but the works that we do, you know, the, the, uh, uh, you know, as James puts it, you know, it's the, the natural outgrowth of Mm -hmm. genuine saving faith. And yeah, just, um, just recognizing that, you know, you have value because you are created in God's image, that he loves you, that you, that he sent his son to die for you. And, yeah. and uh, you know, constantly going back to that. And, and I, I really think that that is uh, what the Sabbath, um, that, that is an aspect of the Sabbath, that that's what the Sabbath does yeah. remind us of. Because it, it, even when you look at some of the commandments in Deuteronomy 5, um well, the Sabbath is a memorial of creation, as we see in Exodus 20. It's a memorial of God resting after his works of creation, but it's also a memorial, as we see in Deuteronomy 5, of Israel's exodus from Egypt. Uh, Israel was saved uh, out of Egypt, you know, and every week it, it like it's a it's like a weekly passover you know you guys have talked about passover yeah. i'm sure yeah. the sabbath mm-hmm. the sabbath is like a mini passover every week mm-hmm. it's a reminder that god delivered israel from slavery and That's as really good. A, you know with us as christians as i'm sure you talked about the passover is a prophetic picture of course uh, you know of jesus delivering us from slavery to our sins slavery to death and um, you know, giving us new a new life of freedom in Him, yeah. Yeah. The, the Sabbath yeah. in, in the same way is a picture of that freedom that we have in Him. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really fun. That's our identity. That's our yeah. identity. We're actually going to talk about that a little bit more in the second episode mm-hmm. that we're going to have with you here. But I think you something that you said earlier really struck a chord with me. You know, of that it's that Sabbath time is time to find our identity in God. You know that God needed that rest as well. And so do we. And, you know, I, as I reflect on my own heart, my own issues of rest, it's not really that I'm trying to perform to make God happy. It's that I'm trying to perform to make other people happy. Hmm. And that, 
that desire to be liked and to be seen and known by other people sometimes over um, shadows the reality that God loves me and that that should be what my hope and my value and my identity is found in, yeah, not in what other people think about the work that I do. Yes, that 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 is beautiful, and and you're and I mean you're describing so much of my own uh, you know personal testimony too. You know, uh, just constantly so worried about um, you know being liked by, by people really. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a human struggle. You know, I, sure. I certainly know that uh, you and I are not alone and that it's, it's very widespread. You know, we, we care so much about what people think and, and our identity is wrapped up so much around that. Um, sure. so yeah, that, that's why I love the Sabbath. That's why I love, mm-hmm. um, you know, these, that rhythm, you know, these reminders, uh, that, that force me really to, mm-hmm. to stop and, and realign my thought process, my, yeah. you know, my thinking, my life yeah. around what matters most. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a great discussion. And it, it sounds like, it sounds like for any of us, we, we have a tendency to overwork and not want to slow down. But in our wiser moments, if we were sitting down with a young youth pastor with a cup of coffee, we would say, Hey, find your identity as God's kid first mm-hmm. and anything you produce just sits on top of that yeah it's Amen. not the base of the, your identity you know um, that's right cool well this has been a great discussion david thank you for joining us and we'll see you back here and for the next episode on um the gospel revealed in the sabbath i'm really excited about that one too um heather if they want to find out more about how to go farther faster in um taking a look back at the Jewish roots of our faith. I mean, they could join us for our upcoming youth leaders only trip to Israel in August of 2023 and go to first century to find out more and join yeah. our Facebook group First century youth ministry and uh, get plugged into the community. So yeah. Thanks for joining us for this episode friends. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks everyone.